0: New York, y'all yo. into New York, y'all yo. into New York, to New York.
1: And welcome to Crash Course Autographs. Today, Matt welcomes Jewel Thief, an indie rock band from Rahway, New Jersey. Present for the interview is Kevin Smith on guitar, vocals, and keyboards, Kevin Urban on guitar and vocals, Connor Carolyn on bass and vocals, and Craig Jardinoff on drums. Not always called Jewel Thief, the band had originally established a following under the name Congress. They discuss with Matt what it was like to make this transition, along with how they got their start their major influences, and what it's like balancing a day job with being a musician. Their latest record, Speak Electricity, was released on March 24th, 2015. Finally, with some notions on the band's next big steps, here's Matt Storm and Jewel Thief.
2: Welcome to another episode of Crash Course Autographs. I've got my second ever first band interview, and they are related to my first band. They were, they uh, they are, they have a relation to and we'll get into that in a bit. Um, but I am here with Jewel Thief. Um, guys, I'm so glad to have you on the show. Can each of you take a moment and say your name and what instrument you play or will you sing? You know, what you do in the band um, so the audience can get acquainted with who is who.
0: Yeah, I'm Kevin Urban. I play guitar and a little bit of singing. Yeah, I'm uh, Connor. Uh, I play bass. So I also sing. Hey, what's, um, um, Kevin. Greg? Oh, good. Greg. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Craig. Uh, I'm the drummer for the band, and uh, I'm Kevin Smith. Uh, I'm the guitar player and keyboard player in the band. And I also sing.
2: Awesome. Um, so, um, thank you guys for doing the interview. So, um, I heard that you come recommended from Sexy Heroes. Are you friends of those guys? Have you played with them before?
0: Uh, we have definitely played with them before. I can't say we know them personally, Kay. to tell the truth. Definitely played a couple shows here and there, mostly very, in like the Kenilworth area.
2: Very cool. You're you're both from the New Jersey-ish area, so uh, so I know that, and so that's pretty cool. I always love when one band recommends another band, that it gets me excited to hear their music, um, which I of course have heard your newest record, uh, Speak Electricity, which came out back in March. Um, you guys must be really jazzed about that new record. Um, was that record? A long time coming? Was it in the works for a while? Or is it something that just came together pretty quickly?
0: Uh, you know, it's funny. It's former relationship to songs. So uh, a long time coming means, like, yeah, I've been writing these songs probably like five or six years. And then you finally uh, gather up enough steam to make, uh, make it happen in the studio. So, yeah, I mean, some of these songs uh, probably date back to 2010, maybe at the earliest, and uh, yeah, to finally get everything out on the record, kind of, uh, kind of as a done deal, is super exciting.
2: Very cool. Um, um, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to add something to that. I think the, I think the actual recording process probably took about a year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all have like side jobs and stuff, so probably about a, a year and change it took to actually record.
2: And, um, so this album, uh, it's called Speak Electricity. It's got such a unique sound. It's not something that you hear, especially in a local scene, very frequently. Um, what would you say would be the inspiration for this record? And you said you've been writing it for a while, but, like, for the title track, for example, like, where does this inspiration come from for the for the sound, maybe for the, the overall aesthetic for the band as a whole?
0: Uh, well, you know, for the title track, uh, it kind of it, it. was beneficial. It was one of those kind of deals where the song is just suddenly kind of part of your repertoire, and and it's like you've always had it. I don't have too much memory of writing that song, but I will say this: I remember seeing Tune Yards in concert with Kevin Smith, and there is a uh, well. If you've seen Tune Yards, she's uh, she's a ukulele chick. She's awesome. And she kind of accomplishes her sound through using a looping pedal. And so when you see her live, she kind of runs everything through this looping pedal. But as it so happened, the night I saw her, Kevin, her looping pedal went down for one song. And, you know, she made the most out of it. it. actually opened up this cool opportunity for her band to kind of step up to the plate. And I just remember vividly that moment and how, uh, you know, like a tool that's that, to help you and and be uh be your friend can kind of be unpredictable and i think that kind of feeling uh it was the start of a lot of uh how these songs kind of go kevin do you have anything to add to that uh yeah um i remember that concert <laughs> kind of sort of uh yeah and she um I think it popped, like, just that phrase popped into Kev's head, speak electricity, Uh, and it kind of just, you know, perpetuated itself. And then uh, everything we did, or to try to make it all sound kind of like one thing, like that one song, like have, like, you know, melodies that were
2: kind of the same. And so um, how long have you guys been a band together, Um, and how long is is – each of you individually also wants to get into a little bit about how long you've been playing your respective intru- instruments or been involved in music.
0: Uh, well, for me, that's—I uh, don't know. I, it seems like since the moment I—I uh, I had an electric guitar, I started kind of forming bands here and there. The funny thing with this band jewel piece is, for you know, some of our more long-term fans, they've known it for a long time as Congress, which was a, the name of our band for. I want to say close to 10 years. So that kind of uh, went through a lot of changes, multiple iterations of that, two pieces, three pieces, four pieces, six pieces, uh, and then kind of things solidified uh, around our our current group. Um, And we lost a few people and had to replace a couple here and there, so we've been through but through quite a few different members. Here we are now. But uh, in terms of um, you know how long I've been I've been playing I, uh geez, uh like probably since I was ten, I'm I'm uh I'm a lot older than that now. But, um <laughs> Yeah, it's just something that's always, you know, part of my life as the uh creative outlet there. Um this is Kevin Smith speaking. I've probably been playing guitar for like ten years, too, something like that, since high school. Oh, and yeah, but, um, I've been playing uh, bass for about three years now. I actually started back when we were Congress. I started just being a singer, and like I said, we lost some people. We lost our uh, bassist. He got himself a big boy job, you know, and so we had some <laughs> juice until. <inville. laughs> and uh, so, like, I just figured out. Step up, step in those shoes, and got in it. And now we're uh, now we're all thinning more or less, and uh, it's nice. Everything's uh, things everything worked out pretty well. Uh, if I could just talk for a second, uh, <laughs> I could... <laughs> no, I have yeah, got something to say? No, 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 no. no I, I I've known most of these guys for for a real long time through like middle school and high school. And I uh, actually, like, started, I, I worked on the recording of the album, Speak Electricity. And in that time, they, I guess, parted ways with the drummer. I, being a drummer, they asked me to fill uh, the shoes. And uh, I've been doing that for probably about a, year now. A year now. About, a, about a year now. As for drums in general, I've been playing drums and percussion since fourth grade. And I am turning 25. I don't know. It's a long time. It's a long time. Pretty long time.
2: (laughs) Cool. So it sounds like you're all experienced musicians uh, or experienced with music in some some fashion. And and it's also interesting to me that, you know, you weren't always the bassist. You started out, you know, just singing and then took this role on because you like music and because you wanted to support the band. I find that that's always the most interesting evolution in bands. I have a friend of mine who has been a singer for a while. She started playing bass the same way. Like one of the bands she was in needed a bassist, so she just took it on, and, and now she plays bass all the
1: time.
0: Yeah, and it definitely it definitely helped uh, shape our sound in some way because there was that there was that weird time when we when we had lost some members and we didn't know what direction we were really going in. We we're trying out a lot of different sounds here and there, some of them working. A lot better than others. So, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely become a formative experience. There's a synthesizer, yeah, that's what he's saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, my next question is more focusing on your sound specifically, since I'm, I'm really into what you guys do as a band. Um, what would you say for the whole overall band sound is your biggest ins- inspiration? And then maybe if each of you had a major musician. Uh, that's been your inspiration specifically, if it differs a little bit from the band as a whole.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I can speak for everyone. I feel like a really obvious reference point, uh, for us and probably for a a lot of, um, bands over the last, uh, 50 years, I'd say the Beatles. Sure. (laughs) probably, um, like, uh, a good starting point when we talk about, like, influencers. just, um, they give you something, to, so, me anyway, they, it's something to aspire to, kind of, it's always uh, kind of push, you to try to do something different the next time you do something. Uh, and then, you know, uh, for myself, you know, I, I did the Guitar god thing for a while. Um, but, you know, it's like you go to college and you just start getting surrounded with so much music that you... And that was so completely out of your out of your realm when you were back home living a more uh, provincial life, as it were. And so, you know, I started getting into uh, College Rock bands. I was getting into like Sonic Youth and Pixies and Pavement. Um, I don't know, Kev, what do you think? Uh, well, I would say that my number one favorite band is probably my psychedelic Delic. Um, <laughs> nice, but uh you know i've always liked the way that they you know well you know it's the funk number one but they always had like crazy melodies and like crazy like hooks and rhythms and i always love that kind of stuff and like kev said the beatles i always love like just a good like they're just a good song you know like anybody could like it you can't say no to it and then like you said too, sonic youth that's probably one of my top three favorite bands i like them too because they just like wild you know like they would play, like, the craziest stuff with their guitars, and me and Kev are guitar people, so, like, we are into that, like, the dueling guitar, like, how can we make two guitars sound like one guitar, how can we make the song sound crazy, but still singable, so you could dance to it, like, you're just trying to morph all, like, probably the best qualities of pop music into one, and not sucking it up. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's funny when you're, like, friends with people for so long, we've all been friends for so many years, it's just, it's just, uh, you know... What people are into, not even what they're what they're listening to, but books and and movies and everything. It just all becomes like shared, and and everyone discovers these things at the same time, and they're trading off things. I know, uh, you know, Kevin showed me stuff, and comment and just showed me stuff, and hard to draw the line who's influencing me sometimes. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's just like the 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 fact that everyone brings different things to the table in terms of influences. Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly helpful to get to hear a lot that uh, would normally be out of my kind of listening habits.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I was raised on the Beatles and the Grateful Dead. I mean, uh, but I was also raised on Talking Heads and that was just always going to be a big, big part of my life, Talking Heads, David Byrne, his thing, so. Thanks, Sinatra. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a little bit of Sinatra in there, too.
2: Awesome. Um, so, obviously, you guys are local to Jersey. Um, do you? I, I noticed I spied on your Facebook page a little bit. You'd taken a very minor few-week break from uh, doing shows and then did some more shows recently. Um, what would you say is your favorite thing about playing live? Do you have a favorite song that you prefer to play out of all of your songs?
0: I love all the songs. Um, when all my gear has batteries and my app is working and all the guitar cables <laughs> are good to go, then it's all it's all fun. Um, you know, playing live is just a uh, it's just a different thing. It's almost like it's a a different job than than writing songs. Um, you know, l- learning to perform is like a a life's work, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I my favorite part about playing live would be that, uh, that variability that Kevin was talking about, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. You just gotta, gotta let it happen and just react accordingly. You know, Murphy's law and all that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll tell a story here. One time, uh, we were playing, a with a backyard gig in my hometown of Carteret. Um, and this was a long time ago. And we had prepared a whole set and we got there. And when it was time to go on, the crew that was already assembled at the party wasn't too happy about it. Uh, so we kind of had to turn their music off. And uh, so we opened up with uh, our normal stuff. And that wasn't working. Yeah, if you've seen the Blues Brothers, um, <laughs> it kind of went like that. Um, so we kind of got in a huddle and, uh, like, all right, if we don't do something here, uh, our tires are going to get slashed. <laughs> uh, but, no, but we, uh, we got in the huddle and we, uh, we broke out of it. And I think, uh, we started, uh, the second song, uh, was it Ain't Nothing But a Thing or Wu-Tang Clan, Ain't Nothing To Fuck With or something did, uh, like that. Yeah, went into some James Brown <laughs> and I did him with some Bob Marley. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the unpredictability, uh, it definitely something.
2: <laughs> um, so you said that you've been writing for a long time and that this album took the year about the, about a year to record and that you've been working on it for a while. I imagine you're going to focus on this record. Are you still writing new songs, or have you kind of put that on hold to focus on just mastering the stuff you have and performing more?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all involved in this, so like we could all kind of talk to this for a little bit um... We're playing some new songs right now on our side actually. We have, like, two that aren't on the record. And we have a couple in the bank. Yeah. Uh, and uh, writing songs is always awesome. Like, um, I don't know, our, our way of doing it is maybe a little uh, not... I don't know how traditional it is, but, I, I mean, I think that there's sometimes um, uh, this image of people writing songs where it's, like, a guy with a guitar sitting next to a guy at a piano, and we've done that. But, I mean... The way we bring uh, material is just weird because it's always kind of uh, it's demoed, to say the least, before we show it to anybody else. Um, we've ca- if, at least with me, if I'm bringing something to the table, um, I have a pretty good idea of, like, where this is going. Not always, at, like probably the, our best song for cases where that would not uh, happening. But um, kind of having, you know, I think... All, me and Kevin both have capability of recording stuff while we're at home, and so that's like been a big help when it comes to writing songs. Craig, um, one we, we do a lot of we do a lot of work on new songs. I feel like we're always trying have new ideas, and we'll we'll bring a song up for a real long time. We'll play it for a couple of weeks, and then. You know, just just perfect it and then just put it away. We won't even play. <laughs> uh, like I mean, that. Yeah, you know, the the songs that we have on on the album, and then the songs that we have are two real like completely different things. Kev? Uh what are
2: we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> just your writing style, and you know uh, how the writing songwriting process kind of goes for you. Oh, right, right. Well, usually, like, I don't know, like, I'll kind of, like, bang my head against the wall till I like, find something that I like.
0: <laughs> you, like, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just, like, riff out all day and then record it. And if I don't like it, I'll maybe pinpoint something that I did like about it and then try to go from there and then demo that and then see how many parts I can, you know, go in and out of. So it's just, like, just literally, it's up in the waters. And then when I find something I like, I just stick with that. Yeah, awesome. and, like, uh, some, we have a, I mean, one song that's on the album called Siren City. Like that is a song that begun, That was like four songs before that song. Yeah, and and that's a song that begun... the, well, we started the the modern way we play that. It started from a song we had that you can find online called Two Tattoos. and many years ago, we were trying to just come. I don't know, do something different with that song because every, every artist gets sick of their stuff after a while. And uh, that song uh, had a country phase and it had, like, a Pet Shop Boy's us going crazy with, a like, Micro corg and the office gate. Uh, and then, um, I don't know, I just remember hanging around with Kevin and uh, we had guitars and just trying to do something and we ended up kind of... Uh, it was like we, we found some kind of key to opening it up, and uh, then we decided that that was uh, some place we can finally go. And by the time we got to the end of that uh, process, we discovered we had, like, a completely different song in our hands. So that was uh, that was where our past kind of informed our present.
2: It sounds like that your songwriting process is definitely very involved, and, you know, everyone has something to contribute. I mean, I've interviewed artists who, uh, you know, it's just one guy writes the song and then everybody else learns and adds to it. But it sounds like it kind of is very incorporative and, and, and involved, which I think is great because that's the best way to kind of evolve and and learn where you're going, which I don't need to tell you because clearly you're doing it. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah. You know, it's just like, we're not a a band really who, uh, you know, you hear about bands whose songs come out of their jams and, uh, I, don't, I can't think of one on, on our album where I think that was the case. We had an idea uh, for everyone kind of before we actually started working on it. That's the fun, you know.
2: <laughs> uh, my next question is, um, when I was interviewing Sexy Heroes, which was the, other, the last full band I'd interviewed, I, I was curious if they had a, a group activity that they did together to kind of decompress besides writing. And their, their go-to was the famous Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Wii U, uh, I'm curious if you guys have any hobbies that you engage in together outside of writing music, recording music, that kind of help you gain clarity and kind of decompress when you're tired of working on maybe music itself.
0: Uh, hanging out. Is that all right? It's good. It's good. It's good. Sure. Yeah, we take a group capture here and there. We're all outdoorsy. You know, like yeah, yeah, doors, yeah, we'll, so to go camping and stuff uh we like to hang out by a lake sometimes late at night um <laughs> with some, uh, things in a brown bag <laughs> gotcha it, it, it's just uh yeah, it's very expensive uhbru <laughs> <with> you, um, <laughs> you know, uh no, but in terms of like some kind of like, getting some kind of group mindset i I don't know about that i mean i i would i would say seeing shows is uh is kind of one. Um, playing gigs, too, you know, it takes, like, uh, I don't know, it, it, it takes something to get all get together and can combine these energies. And I, I would also say it's just uh, we're also just, like, we've all known each other for a long time, so, like, we all just pretty much hang out all the time. You know, we don't, like, uh, we don't have to, like, find something to bring us together because we're already, like, seeing each other pretty much all every damn day. We also, um, Kev can speak on this maybe a little better than I can, but we'll, we also have complete joke songs that we write <laughs> um, that don't uh, make any kind of sense and no one really will ever hear except us and, and, and some of our friends. And uh, and my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, they can kind of, just to get the silliness out of you, just the, the kind of uh, – get, like, the need to make a stupid melody and just kind of get it out of your system until you have something that's actually real. Kevin, you sing Well, yeah, I'd be, uh, pretty much just sing goofy ass tunes all day long, and, uh, it's very inside, but, uh, we'll just record those, and, you know, it's kind of like practice in a way, you know, like practicing the whole idea of writing a song or recording a song, but then we just sing them all day, and that's probably, that's a good one. That keeps us together, I think. We all know each other's songs, so it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, vo- the voice memos app on the iPhone is really a... Yeah.
2: Head of yeah. So, uh, what would what would you say your guys' next step is? You have this new album out. Um, I imagine the goal now is to probably try and tour or at least over Jersey or further and kind of promote it. But do you have a game plan of what your next steps are now that you have this new record? Uh, um, well,
0: you want me to take this one, or you want to catch? Hey, well, I'll try, okay, man. Um, well, right now we're just trying to promote. This is like what we're doing right now. Uh, sure. This interview, and we have a manager, Sam Evans. She's in the great help, and we're just trying to do it step by step. Like trying to find anything that we can um, to let people listen to it. Also, just gigging like crazy. Um, anything we can do to just get our stuff in someone's hands so they can enjoy it, you know. And yeah. also another album pretty soon, hopefully. <laughs> Oh, that'd be another album. Is kind of uh, what I would like to get right to for me personally. Uh, but you know, it there's such an art in marketing too. It's like half the job. Um, if you're if you're if you're in a band that has any kind of aspirations to do anything, to market yourself is, is like uh, learning on the fly. Uh, there's every, something us every. Every year, and now we have to explore that if we're going to be a band that wants to do that. Uh, I don't know, though. I feel like we're starting to get good with it. Connor, you were saying earlier, before uh, while we were backstage, uh, that we kind of push it a little further and, and kind of do that stuff every year. What's that? Oh, uh, yeah. Every year we seem to get a little further than we did the last, which is, I guess, is a good, <laughs> a good sign. Yes. Yeah, we're gathering critical mass here, It'll, albeit maybe one Facebook like a week. At a, <laughs> you know, um, just trying to, just whatever, however way we can to get people to hear our music. Oh, we have t-shirts now that too. That's it. Yeah.
2: That's Everybody loves t-shirts. Oh
0: yeah, a t-shirt. I will. I will go out of my. Stickers too. T-shirt soup. and made it by the band themselves. <laughs>
2: Um, well, yeah, Sam is actually the way that I was introduced to you guys. She's been emailing me, and so I'm super thankful for putting, her putting us in touch so I could talk to you guys. Um, um, do you find – have you been working with Sam for a while? Do you find – I mean, this is probably an obvious answer, but do you find it's way easier having a manager that's kind of helping promote um, as opposed to trying to do it on your own? Has she kind of given you guys a ton of guidance that you might not have had before?
0: Oh yeah, big time. It's just it's yeah. stuff when everybody everybody works, you know? And sure. you're on top of getting the gigs, arguing with the people at the gigs, uh, trying to find different ways to promote yourself, it's just this is a huge amount of work, and she's so good at it. She's very organized. And uh, we probably, I've known her probably all like eight to ten years, but she just started working with us maybe like a year and a half ago or something like that. And since then, everything's just been great. Much easier. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yeah, it's just, it's it's awesome just in, like, having, you know, someone kind of take that whole thing But, you know, they I guess it comes down to them believing in you. So, uh, you know, having that in your corner is, is that helpful. She's yes, great. Thanks, She's, She's great. 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 Great t-shirt for Sam. <laughs> um,
2: and so, you know, obviously talking about having other jobs besides gigging, um, you know, you all have day jobs, which which is very common for lots of independent musicians these days. Um, do you guys, I, I assume that the ultimate goal is to get to a point where you don't need those day jobs anymore. and You can just focus on gigging and playing. Um, do you guys have day jobs that at least allow you the support that you need to be in a band? Are they, you know, are your schedules flexible? Do you find that it, or do you find that it's kind of complicated having a day job while being in a band?
0: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm an orthopedic surgeon, actually. I've uh, published in JAMA, and, like, that gives me plenty of free time. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Work is work. Uh, I mean, Kev, uh, you, you, work, you work in the music industry more or less, so if you want to take that
2: one. Yeah,
0: I'm actually at work right now. <laughs> I'm actually at the <laughs> Edison School of Music and Dance. I teach lessons... Uh, kids and adults, uh, so that's kind of cool, I just basically get to do as much music as I possibly can, but, you know, I'm also in college, and it's tough, it's tough juggling all, but you got to, you just got to set, set it, your priorities and get your schedule going, you know, you got to make it work somehow. We do all right with that, you know, we have, we practice once a week, uh, we usually have a gig, sometimes we have two gigs in the weekend, so it works somehow. it's really good to have a creative that. Uh, you know no matter, like, what your thing is, like, uh, you know, if you're into, like, little if that's your thing, then, you know, you can't ever give up on that because work is kind of a soul sucker. Um, you know, so it, it's just something, you know, I can have whatever job, but I I can't see myself not seeing fine music.
2: Yeah, I mean, I totally hear that. As someone who started a website on his own, uh, over five years ago, you know, and now it's I've got two podcasts, and we write articles. We have a writer who's all the way in Milwaukee writing for us. It's it's interesting what you can accomplish while still doing something else to get paid to fulfill what you're really passionate about. And I mean, it comes across for sure in your music how passionate you guys are about about okay. what you do. Actually,
0: I have to go. I have a student. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, all right, thank you. Take it on from here. Thanks.
2: No worries. <laughs> thanks for joining us for as long as you could
0: <laughs> yeah he he was a remote uh remote phone in there. yeah it still got up though yeah anyway, uh like yeah, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying um and then like uh um, like doing what you do is like uh it's it's uh you know you get so much experience um if you're running a website, I think it's, it's, you know. We're, we're working now on finally getting around to, like, doing a .com and, uh, and, you know, uh, what goes into producing the quality stuff online. And, like, um, you know, so the, the, that's probably, like, an area where, like, the two can kind of – there's some crossover because, you know, you're kind of developing skills that you can use,
2: uh, you know, outside of maybe a musical endeavor. Sure. Well, and also, I mean, the reality is now we're in a time and a place where, Uh, not to put down what either of us are doing, but that almost any of it can get access or go out. Like, you can make a website pretty easily, whether you have a high-quality website or or not is another thing. And same with music. Like, everyone now with YouTube, Spotify, and Bandcamp, there's so many ways that an indie artist can kind of get their stuff out there, at least to start. And, um, and I think it's just incredible when you look at the industry and kind of look at it now versus even five or ten years ago. Like, half of the stuff that, that we're hearing now in music or the connections that you can make would have never happened back then.
0: Yeah, the, you know, the, the ability to... I think I'm, I'm infringing on a copyright here, but the ability to broadcast yourself like that you have is... Uh, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, uh, I think actually the album kind of touches on something. There's, there's, uh, you know, excitement and a little bit of trepidation with how you're going to dip your your toe in the uh, full online realm. Um, you know, uh, I can see like a, maybe a scenario where like guitar music isn't, uh, you know, it's 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 relegated to people who like reading poems in Latin. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, you know it's uh we are able to reach people that we would have had no chance of doing fifteen years ago I, you know i I think Facebook is you kind of a breakdown with your fan page of where your likes are coming from, and that's kind of funny to look at because uh, we're huge in Saudi Arabia as it turns out yeah. and they're huge in mean, guy, but' he's <laughs> huge um and uh, you just uh, you learn you learn how to how to wear those garments uh, with
2: everything else you're doing. Sure, yeah. Um, it's funny. Also, you mentioned that you're huge in Saudi Arabia. Like, uh, I have a friend who's in a band, a prog rock band, and they're huge in South America, a country that at this point they can never get to. But yet, they've got tons of fans out there, and it's just bizarre. How the internet works and how stuff just just got to show up in the right person's feed, and the next thing you know, you know, it spreads like wildfire. And it's so much easier to do that. I mean, Facebook is making it a little more difficult now that you kind of have to pay to get the promotion that you want. But but beyond that, there are still so many avenues where you can kind of just put it out there for people to see. Which I does which I music, think is.
0: Does it sound South American? What was that? Does the music sound like it, it belongs in South America? Not
2: really. I mean, they've used some interesting instrumentation, but it's more or less a heavy rock, rock act, and, and so it's just kind of interesting that that's the place where, where it's it gotten kind of big, but not here in the States.
0: Yeah. I, I hope, you know, all across the world, people still have a bang for reverb desk, and uh, yeah, uh, noise, and then, because then they've come to the right place.
2: <laughs> um. So you said that you guys weren't always Jewel Thief. That's that's the name you've taken on recently. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about where the name Jewel Thief came from?
0: Uh, Yeah. You know, I think we just – I don't want to say we locked ourselves in a room, but we bounced around so many ideas for so long because Congress had already uh, been taken and also – as it turns out, if you try and type in Congress anywhere on Google or any other search engine, all you get is videos and articles of our nation's Congress doing its job. So <laughs> we're, we're, happy we're, happy. we're not doing We're not, depending on how you look at it. But, And uh, we'll put the kailash on that to talk for now. But, yeah, so, like, it was a long time telling the name change. And it, was, uh, it wasn't easy. It is so it is so crazy. It's like breaking up with your girlfriend to change a family and after so long. <laughs> uh yeah. well it, yeah it, it, was, it was hard it was hard you' no know, you had Congress for so long over ten years and it's like what are you gonna what are you gonna change your I mean, sound it's kind of like home in a way yeah try to look at it as an opportunity yeah. though because now you get to you get to kind of have a clean plate um, you get to if there' there's no backstory now um, okay you know, People don't have to go look up the songs that can't one of our gave for six years ago. But this is just the uh, this is the the entity now. You don't need to know anything else. We, we, we came out in 2015. Yeah.
2: Um, so right, my next question is, when we alluded to this a little bit when we we're talking about live, do you guys have a favorite song to play live uh, above all the others? I know sometimes it's hard to pick that, but I know. Some singers and some guitarists like they like just one specific kind of reaction they get by one song live. Do you have a favorite of those?
0: Um, I would I would say I have a personal favorite. My personal favorite would probably be uh, our song "Animals." Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I, the reason being um, it's just a really like it starts off as a really fast-paced fun song and then it kind of just takes a right turn off to almost like a sort of dreamlike state, very, very spacious sounding with a lot of, like, keyboard and stuff. And I think it's, uh, it's not only is it, is it very, very smooth and, and, and mellow, but it also, it, it kind of rocks still, too. And it, it's, it's, I think it's real good listening, honestly. It? So it's, it's, it's real fun to play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I like playing Steve Electricity when that one comes in click live. Um, uh maybe that song has kind of i don't know the most uh the most pull out of uh all of them if people know it they might know that one um and when we can get that one going and uh get people kind of participating in the crowd that can be a lot of fun i would love to do that song uh with the orchestra elements um that are in the recorded version uh I don't know if we can play stages that are the size of a lifeboat anymore, though, if we want to try doing things like that.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, well, uh, my favorite... Oh, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, uh, like, my favorite song to play is actually uh, one that... It's one of our new ones It's not on the album anymore. It's called Doing Things Backwards, and it's... Uh... That's a nice, it's, it's a nice, heady kind of noise rock song that we play. It's real fun to play. We're actually thinking about maybe making it a single in the coming months or so, or weeks. So, yeah. Look out for that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, have that one going down the pipe.
2: Exclusive. You heard it here first. Well, this episode won't go up for uh, uh, um, two weeks from this coming Tuesday because. Um, We have another interview we did uh, a few weeks ago that's going to come up first. So if it comes out in that time period, please send it to me, uh, or have uh, Sam send it to me, and I'll be sure to link it in the post when it goes up. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah,
0: all right. That gives you plenty of time to edit this interview and make it sound like (laughs) 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 geniuses.
2: So... Well, that, that's, that's really cool that you guys kind of – I often ask that question about your favorite song, and a lot of artists like, oh, I like them all. And I know that's not really true. Like, I know that they like all their songs, but people tend to connect, especially when you're playing music. You, you connect to something specifically. I mean, I know as a listener, even if I love a band's entire discography, there's always that one song that I'm excited to hear live because it just has an energy that, or, or, or an emotion that you don't really get from the recorded version. And I think speaking to, to speaking electricity and that, that idea of the orchestral elements, I mean, I imagine that would be pretty cool. I'm sure you guys don't kind of have an orchestra in your back pocket, but if you could play with an orchestra and do that song live, I'm sure it would be pretty pretty awesome. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> if we could get our hands on an orchestra.
2: We'll just mark on figuring out MIDI for now. Maybe we can get it done that way. There you go. Um is there anything that you guys want to specifically promote? You mentioned the, the possible new single coming out. Um, any any website besides your face, you know, your Facebook, your Bandcamp, if you want to promote to direct people towards? Yeah,
0: um, the New York Mets are forty-eight and forty right now, and they're in first place in the National League, League. Um That's like uh, the best they've done in seven years, so that's really big for our band right now. Um, <laughs> we we also want to officially endorse Donald Trump for president. Uh, <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, I mean the guy who patented the phrase you're fired is a real job creator. I, I, I personally think it would be a statement on the state of the world yeah. and our country. But <laughs> yeah, in all seriousness, uh we got uh some more shows coming up like uh, we like you we saw we talked about uh we were on that hiatus, but that was mostly just Perfect songs, for that. Uh, so yeah. August 15th, we have a show coming up at Pete's Candy Store in Brooklyn. It's a great venue, we love playing there. Um, what else we got coming out in Uh, we have some gigs in September, all that stuff will go out, uh, online. Uh, you know, I encourage everyone to come to the Peace gig if this uh, is out before. Uh, then, if not, you guys all came, and thank you so much. We <laughs> made a billion bucks, and now we get to all live in matching. Um, uh, on the 21st and the 23rd, uh, I think of August, we're, we're out there again in the city, look for it online, um, and come out. I mean, we it's a fun night. You get to hear uh, not just us. I mean, some of these places... Keith Candy Store in particular can have can have some interesting acts up there. Uh, other than that, uh, check out our website, um, the upcoming shows, not, and, uh, buy some merch. We've got plenty of that.
2: <laughs> well, I pers-
0: appreciate if you will.
2: <laughs> yes, um, uh, Speak Electricity is of course on Bad Camp. Now it came out in March. Um, that's where I listened to the album. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, thank you guys for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, I, I enjoy this new world I'm br- br- branching into of interviewing bands via phone, full bands. Um, I'm hoping yeah. that maybe sometime in the future I'm out in Brooklyn, we can get together and maybe do this again live and interview you guys in person. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, be great. I
0: mean, yeah, this is great. Thanks for having us again. This is uh... Eric. Yeah. This is a good opportunity for us. This is our yeah. first uh this is our first yeah, new, new world for us. Yeah. New world for us.
2: <laughs> well my my pleasure to have you guys on. I appreciate Sam reaching out. Um I will I unfortunately won't be able to make the Pete's Candy Store show. I will be leaving on my honeymoon the next day. So um well, but congratulations. you, Dad. Thank you, you, you. Going. We're going to Bermuda, we're taking a cruise. Oh, I
0: love Bermuda. Lovely.
2: Awesome. you so, have- th- Thank you. Um, so, but when you guys are playing in September, I'll definitely keep an eye out because so I'd love to get to meet you guys in person. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Definitely. Hell
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Th-
2: take care, lot. guys. Thank you so much. Thanks,
0: man. Peace. All right. Great. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
1: If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.